This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hey, TK. Hey, Hey, girl. Hey, it's been a minute. It has been a few <laughs> minutes. And our, our little snark bowls have been so patient. Thank you, snark bowls. I would say... Mad. Not Angry. so patient. <laughs> I would say there's been a mix. There's been patience. <laughs> and, there's been lack of patience. Yeah. And there's been some, what in the hell are you people doing? Well, we've been doing a lot of different stuff. We have. We've been branching out. We have branched, branched out. out. Way There's out. Way out. There's <laughs> been a lot of stuff. <laughs> Much branching. Yes, yes. Listen, we're evolving into a, a new phase. I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Here's the good news. I love good news. True story yes. is going to continue. Yes. There is a change, though. That's right. Well, and I'm just going to say... Just say it. As you know, I I wrapped up Don't Ask Tig. Right. My my other, other podcast. podcast. And Tig and Cheryl was on hiatus. Yes. And I launched my new podcast, yes. which is called Handsome. handsome. It's with Fortune Feimster and Mae Martin. Very hilarious We're very people. handsome. Very handsome, wonderful humans. Yes. Uh, very funny. And then True Story is coming back, but Cheryl's going to have a different co-host. Yeah. Yeah. So we're bringing on Rachel Harris. Mm -hmm. And some of you might already know Rachel Harris because remember, Tig, she was on one of our episodes, Inventing David Geffen. Yes, yes. that was a great episode. It was a great episode. Yes. And she's your BFF. She is. I've known her for years and years, and she's very yes. funny. So there's a, a new face, a new kid on the block, if you will. A new voice. A new voice on the block. And we, we've spent some, like, time trying to figure out, oh, what are we going to do? Are we just wrapping up this show? Because I really do. I personally would like to just focus on one podcast. Mm -hmm. And then when Cheryl and I talked about things, it made sense for somebody like Rachel Harris, not just like Rachel Harris, but for Rachel Harris, yeah, your BFF Yes. who is hilarious yes. and a friend of mine, yes. to step in and keep the show going. Yeah. And I am here to say, I have been so excited. I've been waiting months to hear the first episode <laughs> between you and Rachel. Yeah. Uh, and Thomas sent it to me. And I was thrilled. I was tickled. I was laughing. I listened to it with Stephanie. She and I were both like, wow, okay, yeah, this is really good. This, oh, good. Is, this is great. Yeah. And okay, good. Yeah. Well, the dynamic that you guys have just naturally, yeah. I think, translated onto the show. I think it's what you and I had as well. Yeah. And so it's it just feels like a natural fit. It's yeah. not some random person that we auditioned to come in. It yeah. was like, bring in Rachel Harris. Bring her in, y'all. Bring her in. Bring her in, y'all. Bring her in. Yeah. Tig, I just want to tell you and, and our listeners, too, while we were on hiatus, I launched Heinz & Young, yes. my self-care company that was working on for so long, but I couldn't tell you about it. I know. We did a like a soft launch in May, mm -hmm. and Dr. Becky Heinz has been working her ass off. As she does. Assless. <laughs> 
Assless Hines. Assless Hines is what we like to call her. But That's right. You can go on Shop Hines and Young and check out our line of candles and body creams, and it's cruelty free and natural and eco friendly and all the good stuff. All the good stuff, and I think people really love it. Cheryl sent me yeah a little package of her goods. Yeah, I don't know a month ago or so. Yeah, and I couldn't get my wife's face out of the candle. <laughs> I truly could not pry the candle off of her snout. No, they smell so good. They smell, <laughs> they so, smell so good. good. We have four yeah. different fragrances. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should just get right to the new, right? Absolutely. I was going to say, should we do it again? But <laughs> I'm going to go do Handsome and you do True Story. Okay. I just want to say, yeah. I think I did three years of Don't Ask Tig. I did three years of Tig and Cheryl. And I had so much fun, and I want to just emphasize how much I appreciate and love the Snurk Bowls. Yeah. Our listeners are just, uh, they, they're they rabid fans. They're and crazy, and they're smart, and they're funny, and yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. They're really great. Yeah. They all feel like people that we would actually be yeah. friends with. hang it's, out it's with. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it's great. And I want to say, Cheryl. Yes, Tig. You know, I told you before we started the podcast, I think you look great. Oh, well, th- as do you. Thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> you you didn't return the compliment when I told you that when we got on Zoom. You're sitting um, in a closet next to a flannel shirt. Okay, go ahead. Well, right. But I'm trying to come out to you. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm in a closet next to a flannel wearing oh, a flannel. And you're I'm a gay to person. Come out. <gasps> what? I'm dabbling. <laughs> No, but I just want to say I had three incredible years with you and uh, on the podcast. I love and adore you as a I human. I love and adore you, Tig. You know this. You know this, you Cheryl. You know this. I just want to say it. You know that you, I baby. think you look good, um, but I, I thought listen, I'd say it, I've too. I've always thought you looked good, and that's... Okay, let's Okay, let's, get, okay. let's get on. But let's also yes. mention how great Thomas looks, too. Thomas is handsome and hot. Yes, and consistent. Thank you. Very consistent. (laughs) I said that he was consistent. Maybe that's not the best compliment. Yeah, he's clever. He's if somebody told me I was consistent, I would love that. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah, but Thomas is clever, consistent, handsome, cute, all of those things. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to say all of that as I hand the torch on to the wonderful Rachel Harris. And I wish you both so much luck and fun. Also, the song doesn't have words because we took out our story. Right. As we transition, we'll figure out what the new intro will be but for now it's just a little hint of true story yeah. and then we'll get right into it with rage and the show is now just called true story that's right the show yeah. is now called that's true the story. other thing but yes. um hang in there snark bowls just keep listening it's gonna be fu- a fun ride yeah so ladies and jerks welcome to telemarketers Rachel Harris, welcome to True Story. Thank you. I'm delighted. I'm excited. I, you know, I hate to say it. Say it. This was part of my master plan. Ah. That was, I I was going to get Tig out. Yeah. So I just was like, wait to elbow her. I was dangling other projects in front of her. And also, I just want to say to everybody listening Tig and I have the exact same sense of humor. You guys are It's going to be seamless. It's going to be like... They're not even going to know there's a new host. Yeah, I know. It's like, and I can also be just like Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Sedaris, you know what I mean? Yeah. By the way, you don't need to worry about how you pronounce people's names uh, because we never get them right on the show. Okay, good. Well, then I fit right in. Boom. Boom. Match. Okay, just so everyone knows, Rachel and I are Biffles. (laughs) I only say that... You're Biffles. I only said that because I, I saw it on the internet. I don't like on the, it. Does anybody call it the internet on the no uh-uh. online online? And mm-hmm. um, no, it means best. But what is it? It means best okay, friends yeah. for life. We are biffles. So Rachel and I met each other at the Groundlings Theater in about two weeks ago. 
<laughs> and um, we've been through we be, we've been through a lot. A few mar- a few marriages. <sighs> few marriages. Some kids. Not necessarily together. We weren't married together to each other. We weren't married together. No. We've never made out or anything weird like that. No, but it's. I was going to say it's possible, but I don't think you're. It is you're possible. You're not my type. No offense. I, we're totally not each other's type. No, because like we that's, kind of look alike, which is weird. We, it's very weird. But also, we've been through some really bad outfits together. Ooh, and bad hair. And not intentionally. <laughs> yeah. If, no. If, you, if you're ever really bored and you're looking at bad pictures, just Google mm-hmm. us. Okay, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Specifically the Golden Globes, when we both looked like we were trying to go. We thought we were at the um, the Country Music Awards or yeah, something. I don't know. We kind of looked like uh, hookers. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the time, we felt like we were right on brand. We we thought we were. We had some hair. We were like, this is going to hit. Mm-hmm. It's so, we thought we were just so dope. I feel like one of us had a side pony. And by the way, we're not talking about like in the 80s. This was like, <laughs> just like 15 years ago or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that might have been like early 2000s maybe. Yeah. Between, between husbands. Between husbands. I, had, I I just remember I had brunette hair, so it would have been around the time of The Hangover and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay, and by the way, listeners, those are projects that Rachel has been on before. Yes, because somebody's tooting a horn already. I think we should just dive right in. Really? Okay. <laughs> Did you have other? What are we things? doing today? Did you have other things you wanted to talk about? So much. By the way, this this thing that we're about to talk about is it was long. To watch. (laughs) It was long to watch. And it was a breath of fresh air. Mm. So, Rach, I Mm -hmm. love documentaries. As a matter of fact, when Kat, when my daughter Kat was little and she would, you know, wake up for school and be like, I'm sick. I'd say, well, then guess what? You're going to have to watch documentaries all day. You're not going to sit here and watch like the Disney Channel. Mm -hmm. And she was like, great. So we would watch documentaries I thought it would be as a punishment to her, but she she really loved it. But, um, I mean, I guess I should ask you if you even like documentaries. I don't. <laughs> and goodbye, everybody. And see, no, I do, actually. I do love documentaries. Although I'm also such a scaredy cat, so it's going to be fun to see what we get assigned. I know that you've done some scary documentaries or, like, disturbing, I should say. I don't like disturbing yeah. documentaries, but I'm going to do it. But you watch like 2020, like like there's murder things. Oh, like no, I do like murder. Every Friday night. No, I do like murder. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, it makes me feel better about myself somehow. Like mm-hmm. I survived that that murder. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just so like such a hypochondriac about everything. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. What if I turn into that person that's doing the murdering? Rachel has an odd form of being a hypochondriac because she's – if you have any sort of mental disorder or psychological disorder – and you mm-hmm. mention it, if if someone says, oh, you know, I have a cousin who's schizophrenic, then Rachel will call me like 50 times in the next four days. Like, I actually do think I'm also schizophrenic. <laughs> no matter what you've had or had, she comes down with it immediately. Yeah. Listen, you're going to have a lot of crazy boo shits on this because there's... Oh, I know. I mean, people don't make documentaries about fun stuff. <laughs> Right. It's kind of like nobody does a documentary because they're like, oh, this was easy. In a good mood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, Rach, we're going to just dive right in. There's a lot to cover. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I was wondering why you were taking so long. Today we're talking about telemarketers. It's a three-part documentary series directed by Sam Lipman Stern. Stern? Stern. Stem. No, Stern. 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 The name. <laughs> it's just, for the, just when I'm reading it, the R is... She refuses to get like real glasses. She's wearing readers. <laughs> Amazon. Okay. Because, and I am like, she's above glasses and I yeah. don't understand it. Okay. And we've talked about this for years. Okay. Right. And Adam Bala. It follows Sam and his former co-worker, Pat Pespas, over a 20-year span as they work as telemarketers and later become interested in investigating the shadowy world of charity-based telephone fundraising. Telemarketers was produced by the Safdie brothers and Danny McBride and is available to watch on HBO. I mean, you know what the, I found the most interesting thing about this was? Yeah. That it was, it was a span of 20 years. Yeah. I just like watching people age. Is that bad? 
that I like. No, I know, I know. I was caught up with it too. Like you wanted to see what Pat looked like and then you wanted to see what Adam looked like, right? I think it was Adam. Oh, I don't, I couldn't tell you. That was we'll, we'll find opposite. Him. Oh, yeah. Cheryl, she's so great. But <laughs> Sam. Sam. Oh, Sam. that's right, it's Sam because he kept saying, Sam, you're my best friend, which was heart disheartening to okay, me. You're, ju- like, you're, you're really friend, jumping ahead, Rachel. I, that's There's... welcome to my life. Okay, so Sam Lipman Stern. Come on, Cheryl. Sam mm-hmm. Lipman Stern, who made this, documentary he worked at a company called the civic development group for seven years mm-hmm. they called it cdg and he started when mm-hmm. he was 14 as a ninth grade dropout which makes sense it's a reputable company if they're hiring a 14 year old to <laughs> call people for charities <laughs> like the beginning you're just like oh this is bad this can't this is be real good bad. yeah no. but by the way it's kind of crazy that he dropped out of school when he was 14 and that his parents said you have to get a job. Right, which was good. You know, you can't like drop drop out of high school and do nothing. They should have maybe been more specific. <laughs> like it's not a job that you can do like telemarketing where you can get stoned and have watch guys do cocaine and heroin okay, and then go ahead. graffiti on your lunch breaks. Really okay, I just it's just a lot and I just those are the important points for me. Okay, okay. go ahead. So he realized, which I thought was interesting, that he had the wherewithal at 14 that he was involved in a telemarketing scam. <laughs> yeah, there was something super shady. And he, yeah, well, like you were saying, because the people that were working there were convicted felons. Yes. Yes. But yes, they had a, they had, they Records, had priors. Pri- oh, priors. Are you in the business? Yes, and they didn't care. Uh, you know what, Cheryl? No, I'm just a really good listener. <laughs> um, okay, can I just say for one quick minute, and I'm not criticizing Sam. Yes. It took me. Don't a you dare, because he's the one I'm attracted to, and I know okay. I really just You're I jumped skipping. the shark. You're... But go ahead. Well, are you attracted to his shoulder hair? Because of, like the first image of him, he's got. I think he's shirtless. He's shirtless, and he has yeah. a lot of. Chest hair and no. shoulder hair that comes down yeah. also on his arms, which once again I'm not I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying it's a look. Right. Yeah. No, I'm not attracted to that aspect of him. But it was when he got cleaned up and he became like okay, you know a real don't documentarian. Ahead. Don't jump ahead. Okay. Okay. To me, I was like, well, I don't know what kind of documentary this is because there's a lot of body hair coming at me, <laughs> just <laughs> like in the first two minutes. Also, so we go to see CDG in their offices mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because they're fundraising for quote unquote charities. Mm-hmm. And then the CDG takes a cut of the proceeds in exchange for taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. So their biggest client was the Fraternal Order of Police. Mm-hmm. And Sam worked at the top performing GDC office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won. And they- and yeah, and the great thing that was so corrupt about it is that they would they would say, okay, so Fraternal Order of Police, we'll give you $350,000, and you let us use your name. And we're going to call all these people and say that we work for the Fraternal Order of Police. And we'll say, please give us money to support these fallen heroes at the FPO. Yeah. Right? Y- yes. Right. And at the beginning, what you find out, you know, it's a slow burn, right? It's three, yeah. three hours long. It's three hours. It's three hours. And I was riveted. I don't know about you. You sound like you were not riveted. I, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I'm sorry, you guys. I don't have COVID. I just have a cough. It's been with me for two weeks. But, but here's the thing. Here is the yeah. thing. The CDG yes. would take 90% of whatever right. the telemarketers raised and yes. supposedly gave 10% to the charities that they were talking exactly. about. So at some point, the, the people that were working there, like Sam, um, who was getting $10 an hour and no commission, he started to realize, oh, that's a weird cut. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a weird – but the telemarketers had to tell a person you know, that they were talking to. If the person asked how much of this goes to the charity, they had to say 10%. And then people would still give money anyway. Because they were calling on behalf of the police. The fire department. Yeah. yeah, Or the fraternal order of police, which does sound Mm -hmm. official. 
Yeah. But this place was kind of crazy people. There were a lot of young people. There were a lot of... Convicted felons yes. with priors. Okay. And they were doing drugs. They were tattooing each other. They were smoking weed. Did I miss the tattooing part? Did they, Did we actually see people getting tattooed? Yeah, there did was a little... Yeah. Okay. For somebody who was riveted. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. Is it time? Oh, Thomas is telling me it's time for a break. And now yeah, I have to cut my my own self. Is that a word? My own self off. Yeah, you got to cut yourself off. Yeah, okay. Shit balls. Sort of like what you have to do with martinis. Ooh, you did not Burn. go there. I did. I just Robert Reagan burned you. <laughs> That's a friend of ours from mm-hmm. the Groundlings. Okay. Friend of ours. A very funny friend of ours. Okay, yes. Okay, we're going to take a, a quick break. And then when we come back, Rach, we've got a lot to cover. We've, I know. we got to really get into the nuts and I was going to say nuts I just don't think you balls. understand what you're talking about. And I'm worried. Okay. Yes, we'll, we'll be right. We'll take a break. We'll take a break. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, and we're back, and we're back. Okay, but Rach, okay. so at the beginning, you don't really know what this documentary is about, and you, like, Sam thought that it was just going to be about the crazy people that worked at CD CDG and and that how shady it was. And he was um, interviewing some of the people there. Do you remember Sabrina? <laughs> he interviewed Do I remember Sabrina? Woman, woman named Sabrina. And I love for, Sabrina for no reason whatsoever. She was asked, "What does she want in a man?" And yeah. she said, "What she really wants is." fellatio front and back mm-hmm. and don't forget to lick the crack front and back and don't forget to lick the crack mm-hmm. yeah so that threw yeah. threw me off a little because i was like oh are we going down like a a, a sex hole <laughs> i'm just gonna let that land did you, for everybody did you, did you think you, we were about a to go sex down a sex hole, hole? <laughs> no i i thought amen yeah finally someone it. says it finally somebody don't says to lick what the i crack. want don't forget to lick the crack. But okay, front and back. No, don't but forget. I, yes. I, it was, it was fantastic. And Sabrina was great. Like I, I just love that they even circled back to her a few times. Yeah, just for reactions. Yeah, just came back like years later. Which I was like, why are we using that as B-roll? Like why? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I didn't we, understand. I'm like, why are we going back to her? I was like, and I think it's. I thought it was a really wonderful documentary. Just. You know, Overall. honestly, I thought yeah, it was great, but that your... was weird to me. Yeah, I was that, like, why? We don't need to see off. Sabrina's reaction. I mean, that's what makes documentaries so fun. It's just like getting to know the people. Was she putting on lip gloss? Somebody else was putting it on her, and it was like, <laughs> and it was white lip gloss. Oh, Thomas, we have a we have the uh, clip of Sabrina. Do it. Oh, okay. Let's. You guys have to hear this because she's pretty amazing. Front, back, and don't forget to lick the crack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for in a man? I'm looking for a man that is not crazy. I'm looking for a man that has a job, some type of job, hustle something. He has to have a big dick. And he has to be into fellatio. Uh, Front and back. Don't eat it like a puppy. I don't like that shit. And you lick the crack too. Don't just focus on the booty hook. Wiser words were don't never don't eat it like said. a puppy. Don't eat it like a puppy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she deserves her own documentary because I would like to get 
I would like to know more about Sabrina. It could be telemarketers too. So these were the people, and they're having a ball. And then okay. um, there was another guy named um, oh, what's his name, Patrick? You don't remember Patrick's name? You don't remember Patrick? No, I don't remember names. That's one thing. Cheryl. Rachel. Patrick was the whole flipping Mac documentary. <laughs> well, I, I know the whole so, thing. That was. I when mean, we, when you're making a documentary, the story tells you. See the documentary it tells you what the story is going to be about. Yes. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they realized, oh, this is Pat's story. Yeah. So Pat was one of the. <laughs> Pat was one of the like very successful telemarketers, mm-hmm. always high on heroin. Yeah. And you know he was not afraid to tell you about it. No, he wasn't. And that was part of the joke that he would be completely like out of it and then pop back in and say oh sally can i get a 35 dollar commitment from you today and sally would say yes then he closed another one i don't think it was that easy i think he talked mm. a little bit more <laughs> like he got to know sally he was like asking her how her day was they did have what was tri- going on with tricks, her tricks of the trade but he also said that he couldn't make a sale and then he did heroin and then he's like boom nailed it nailed made it. the sale yeah listen this is not we're not saying anybody should be doing heroin or drugs no. of any kind no. we're just saying he thought it helped helped him okay so there are there two shadowy families that ran the cdg mm-hmm. the pash pashes pascal i think it was no it's pat oh you think the c is hard pascus i thought it was pascal no <laughs> cheryl it's p-a-s oh, oh paspas it's pespas no. It's Pespas. No, it's Pas... Patrick. Oh, no, no. Pat- that's Patrick's last name. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay, P-A-S-C-H-E-S. Pashas. Yeah. Pashas. Yeah. We'll say Pashas. And the okay. Keezers. Um, and in the 90s... <laughs> I don't think it was the Keezers. <laughs> I think it's Kether. No, it's but, Keezer. Okay. Rachel, are Cheryl. you even looking at... Are you looking at these words? Cheryl, I read the You're words. going off memory. I, well, in the yeah. 90s, this group would lie about – they would even lie about being cops. First, they would call people and say, on behalf of – and then they just started saying, I am a cop. And they'd use a low voice to make yeah. it sound Keezers. official. Yeah, yes, thank Keezers. you. Did you spend all of that time just trying to see if I was I wrong? I really <laughs> did. I really okay. did. Then the CDG expanded to different charities. They opened mm-hmm. up offices all over the country. And they rebranded the company as consultants mm-hmm. because, by the way, they got caught before. They got caught when they started yeah. s- telling people they were cops. They got caught. They got a slap on the wrist. And then they changed their name. Right? Yes. Then they were able to say that 100% of the proceeds went to the organization because now they're saying that they're cops. Well, now they're lying. Yeah. yeah. They're just like up the – because the – are we going to get to it finally? About the part that the FOP was part of it, I was actually telling them to Rachel, do the script. Rachel, am I really jumping ahead? You I'm, are, and I. You guys, feel I'm just like, anxious. I just want to get to like the juice Rachel and the meat. Beans. This is a problem, and this is good. Spoiler this is alert. a problem. It's okay. I it, listen. I think it's already spoiled. I think everybody that's listening is like, no, they want to go on the journey. <sighs> They're real. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So then the all Federal right, Trade them. Commission. Started to go after the CDG because they were the CDG was making two hundred and fifty million dollars a year mm-hmm. in two thousand ten. The FTC Federal Trade Commission went after them and they ended up having to pay a nineteen million dollar fine and agreed to slap shut, on the wrist, shut down mm-hmm. the company, and mm-hmm. then Keezer and Pash Posh Pash were banned from telemarketing. Yeah, and these guys had. Van Goghs, they had Picassos, they had mansions, they had cars, they had a quarter of a million dollars worth of wine. (laughs) Which was so weird to me. It was when they were listing it off, then it was just like, even the words that they used, I can't remember specifically, but it was like on something, something wine. Let's play that back. Oh, okay, (laughs) we don't have that capability. We don't have that capability to play it back. But like fancy wine. Yeah, it just was very weird. I'm not a wine drinker. We don't really drink wine, Cheryl. We like vodka and we like tequila. cocktails and yeah, tequila. We need the hard yeah. stuff. I don't understand that. But that's I just a personal preference. I don't understand people that spend like thousands of dollars on one bottle of wine. And also yachts. We're not yachties. <laughs> we really aren't. We aren't. We are not yachties. No, we're not okay, yachties. Okay, listen. So in 2011. And I'm more of a piece of row if I had to buy artwork. 
right? Pizarro. What is Pizarro? Yeah. Well, listen, go to Rome. Are you saying P? Is that one word? Or are you saying? No, Pizarro. Pizarro is, a, is an artist. <laughs> and it's, you can go, you can go to Paris and see it. Okay. I bet I won't. Okay. All right. Let's go. The point is, we're getting off track. Okay. 2011. We've been on such good track. Guess what? Pat got sober. That's right. Pat Pat got sober. Got sober. He got off the heroin. And so Sam is like, which I love. I know. I loved it. And he looked so much better, and he was in a better place. So Sam wanted to keep making this documentary. So he went and found Pat. And Sam's question was, why were none of the CDG's clients held liable for the scam? Right, the FOP. Especially the Fraternal Order of Police. Yeah, FOP that you like to keep saying. So Sam and Pat looked into the charities, and they found that many of them had horrible ratings on Charity Navigator. But (laughs) But the thing is... It seems like there's only one company, the Charity Navigator, that's really trying to be a watchdog. Be for a watchdog. Yeah. And they even said there's not much we can do if there's a bad charity. There are scams yeah. all the time, which I thought yeah. was alarming. Did you know all this was it's going on? So alarming. Yeah. No, I didn't realize until hearing this that you can make up anything that that can be funded. You know, you just yeah. put a name on it, and he's, and the big thing is like stickers. Yeah. And if you just send a sticker to somebody in the mail, it somehow legitimizes the charitable organization. That was part of their scam because they were making people believe if you donated, we'll send you a sticker that you could put on your door that makes it look like, oh, the police are really protecting my place. Right. So they were hitting up a lot of people that were immigrants that had come into into these different cities, yeah, especially in New were, Jersey. They were really right? – This is predominantly yeah. in New Jersey at this point. And that they were scaring them. And they were thinking, if we give this money to the FOP, the police are going to protect us and they're going to leave us alone and they're not going to come after us and deport us. Yeah. So they were really right? taking advantage of, of people Total. that were vulnerable, which is horrible. Yeah. And get yeah. ready, Rachel, because this is what every documentary is about. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. it's what do we do a lot of cults, you know, it's the same yeah. sort of thing. People take advantage of vulnerable people. You know what? I gotta what go. Happened? This oh. has been fun, you guys. <laughs> no, we are only. But I'm out. Good luck uh, getting another even. guest host. Okay, here we go. Here okay. we go, Rachel. I know you have a lot of questions, but we have to take a quick break. And when we okay. come back, we're going to tell everybody what happened. Yeah. And their minds are going to be blown. They're going. Your minds are going to be blown. <laughs> And you're never going to believe it. Okay, come right back. We're coming right back. Okay, we love you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Okay, so now blah, 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 blah. I mean, listen, we get... We get bogged down. Okay. That should be the like true story, otherwise known as bogged down. We get bogged down. We get bogged down. Mm -hmm. Remember um, Fog Hat? I don't. You don't remember the band Fog Hat? I don't know why it made me think of bog. Okay. I sure don't. Okay. So now Sam met with the former FTC chief, David Vladek. Oh, that was an amazing interview. I know what you're talking about. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I, it was an Doesn't amazing matter. interview. Why? What was amazing? Because he's the one that said, there's nothing you can do to mm. stop this because the police, it's like nobody wants to be on the wrong side of the police. They're a very powerful union. And he basically said, our hands are tied. So at this point in the documentary, we find out that 
yes. that the some of the police, the actual police, mm-hmm. have been paid off. Yes. To join this company so they could mm-hmm. actually say, yes, I'm a police officer. Yeah, and it legitimizes it. So it makes people want to give money even more. So Patrick decides to go undercover. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? Like he got oh, he got a job. Yes, he did. He telemarketing now. Yep. And mm-hmm. he's really investigating. At this point, David Kieser was banned from telemarketing because he had gotten in trouble, the $19 million, blah, blah, blah. But his brother Mark started a new uh, telemarketing scheme and was so sad because he went back and even used the old records of who to call, who the nice people were that gave money because they just keep mm-hmm. calling the same people. I mean, yeah. that that was just so hard. They bankrupted people. It was shocking to see that woman say, I gave money and I just wanted to help. And I actually went to the bank and got a loan. That was so sad. To give more money. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there was a guy named Thomas Bailiff. Hmm. Interesting. Who, who was the scariest person in the entire documentary. Well, he served he served 30 years in prison for murder. Right. Just a little backstory. And also some people have done have have committed murder, right? Mm-hmm. But they've been reformed. But this guy, this guy was a rehabilitated. Yeah, that's another word for it. But this guy was so scary on the phone because he came off as so nice. Yeah. And then if they said, "I'm so sorry, I have to go." They'd hang up the phone and immediately be like, "It was literally like, "I go fuck yourself." Yeah. I'm going to go, you know, like I hope your house burns down. The flip on him was like such a sociopath. (gasps) And the fact that these guys could hear him. You know what I mean? Like he was being recorded. It was so awful. Okay. So that was scary. No, that was scary. And then 20 years later, he's still working for those companies. And he's listening to True Story. And right now that does scare me a little bit because I'm like, those guys could come after us. We should cut that part out. But I did think Rachel. about it before we started recording. I was like, I I don't know if I want to talk, talk about, about these guys murder. Well, we do talk about murder. We talk about difficult things sometimes, Rachel. But we can do hard things, Cheryl. We oh, can do hard it's things. It's another podcast, which I love. We can do hard things. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. They get a meeting with... Um, the glasses are cute, even though they're readers. And, and Ravel. Hmm? And right? Ravel. Yeah. And Ravel. She was a former SEC commissioner... Oh, this was the big deal because when Pat got his job, uh-huh. he asked the people, must have been, Keep, what's his name? Keever? Oh, is that his name? Keever? Keezer. 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 Must have been Keezer asked him where the money goes, like all of these questions. Can I lie and say I'm a police? And this guy was like, yeah, you can. You, mm-hmm. And we keep all the money. So he now has a, a tape. An audio tape. And he meets Anne Rabble, mm-hmm. a former SEC commissioner. He plays the tape for her and is very complimentary to Pat and calls him a whistleblower, mm-hmm. which he loved. Yes. Where do you think whistleblower comes from? From. Like, how, is it just like somebody's in a Somebody factory? Somebody blew a whistle. Somebody's in a factory. Somebody's, and they yeah. say, look over here. Yep. This is This thing is happening. Wait, I'm sorry. What do they do? If you guys could see where her fingers are, <laughs> it's as if she's acting like she's doing like a baseball style whistle, yeah. you know, like like baseball players do. But Can she's not putting her fingers on her mouth, but she's like improvising it. <laughs> it's like what you would do in improv, but we're on we're on a podcast. The point yes, is, a whistleblower. Do you think that's what, or do you think it's like a referee whistle? Oh, you know what? I honestly thought of like a 1940s person with like a cap on. Oh. Like a page boy cap with like a rim. And then he's got like a train whistle. (laughs) That's like, (laughs) like that. Like that's what I thought in my mind. True story. I mean it. Like I was like, like I really thought of like seeing like in a factory and then like, and there's steam coming out of like stovepipes. Uh-huh. That's what I was thinking. Stop That's where whistleblower came from. Oh, and then you yeah. think a guy with a train whistle mm-hmm. like goes out to the plaza, like to the town square and says, or just like in the factory. Yep. I think that's what happened. <laughs> is he's, and then he got everybody's attention. 
And he was like, this isn't, he said, something's corrupt. This and the is FOP okay. is mm-hmm. in charge of all of this and they need okay. to go to jail. Okay. But it could have been in the day that someone stole a lollipop or something like that. Right. Like when it first started, it was probably, right. I feel like you're talking about those whistles. That's like, I am. Whoop. Well, it's not a slide whistle. It's not like a slide <laughs> roll. It's just like a, like, you know what? It reminds me of a like. Kazoo? In, like um, a kazoo? Well, like in the sound of music. Mm. Like when when he would blow that little whistle for his children, which was really scary and awful. A not and just really to, for them like, to harmonize? No, that was. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's, that's a, a pitch, pipe. That's pitch a pitch pipe. Pitch a pipe? Pitch, a pitch. A pitch pipe. <laughs> It's a pitch pipe. That's a pitch pipe. This was a whistle that he'd blow for his kids. How did it sound? We're going to be right back with more bogged down in just a moment. <laughs> more bogged down. Um, we okay. are so bogged down, and okay. you're welcome. Okay, we're ba- we're back. Where's Tig? Where's Hashtag Tig. where's Tig. Hashtag where's Tig. Okay, man, anyway, Pat has a panic attack about flying. I don't know that yeah. we need to mention it. They're going to go to Florida to interview these people at okay. the Florida Florida FOP. Mm-hmm. And they're excited. They get down there. Mm-hmm. And he's afraid to fly. So mm-hmm. they end up having to do three days to drive. By the time they get there, they say, mm-hmm. we're not doing this interview anymore. And they're like, everything's, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. So they decide to go to a different place in Florida. Can I tell you and something, go after Rachel? that guy with the barbecue. This is very yeah? important about true story. Okay, great. And you're not even going to believe this until it starts happening. Okay. okay. In almost what? every documentary, there's something weird that happens in Florida. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> You are that something weird that happened in Florida. I mean, Florida is always involved. Florida is always shady. How dare you? Now you're talking about I my know. people. I know I am. They're the outliers, but okay. the outliers go to Florida to do their shady things. Yeah. And did you think it was weird and why did we see it? That when they get to Florida, they pull over and Patrick throws marshmallows to crocodiles? To crocodiles, yeah. And I love that they kept it in because they just wanted to give you that flavor of like how how serious they were as filmmakers. It was just another little glimpse into Pat. Oh, Pat. You know, that humanized him because he's so sweet. And also we didn't even talk about Sue, his his wife, you know, that was just like that relationship. They were committed to one another and it was very sweet. Yeah. And they both felt like they would die without the other one Hmm. because they probably would have. They were very sweet together. Very sweet together. Very sweet together. Yeah. And I liked, this was also weird. The neighbor that was like, I watched him get her out of a wheelchair. She's like, if you see that person get, if you get a man that can get a woman out of a wheelchair, that's a good, that is a good motherfucker. Yeah. That's what she said. Okay. She said, and she's not wrong. She is not wrong. Now, there's a guy named Jeff, right? They have an anonymous contact named Jeff. Oh, yeah. Where I thought they seemed weird. They pixelated out his face. And his voice, but yet I'm like I, I could probably pick him out if I saw him. I feel him on like the I could pick him out in a lineup. Like I feel we like saw easily. every inch of him except we really his face, his face, and then we actually did kind of see his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we were like, <laughs> didn't do the, if anybody worked with him, money they'd pixelated. be like, "That's Jeff." <laughs> They're like, "It's like." If anybody, 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 even a janitor that worked in that building would be like, "Oh, that's that that's guy, Jeff." Jeff. Oh, there's Jeff. That's Jeff. Yeah. You guys come over here and see Jeff. Yeah. I was like, come on, you guys. You guys. I, I, I mean, like, all due respect to the filmmakers. Yes. But we all know who Jeff we is. Know. We could pick out Jeff in a lineup. And sure. even if he has that garbled voice. Yeah. Because they did the voice thing where it's like, my name is Jeff. If they'd really wanted to re- <laughs> keep him, keep his identity. He could have been a shadow. A secret. He could have been. Uh, <laughs> he could've, they could have literally just had his voice. Had his voice. Not his whole body. They could have done the back of his head even. Because we all know who Jeff is. That's just all I'm saying Let's is say, that. If you watch this, you're, you'll you'll be like, oh, that guy lives next to me. And I got to be honest with you. Please. If anything bad was going to happen to Jeff. Yeah. After that documentary came out. Yeah. He's dead. What? Jeff's dead. He's got to be Rachel. dead. Rachel. Cheryl, I'm just saying because you were the we, one that is concerned about I am safety, concerned. and now I you're am. Saying, but I'm going to say there's no way they protected him. He did I'm not just protect saying, his identity. There's no way they protected him, and Jeff is dead. Oh my God, you Jeff, will you call in? Jeff, call in right now to one eight hundred. This is not a real number. Bogged Whatever down. She's gonna- 
1-800 bog down <laughs> with Tig and Cheryl. Wait, with Rachel and Cheryl or Cheryl and Rachel. <laughs> and let us know you're okay. Uh, shoot. All right. Okay, listen. We're winding it yeah. up. We got to wrap it up. Thomas, we Are need you to wrap serious? it up. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh, let me just. Here's one more thing. No just, one knows what this documentary is about. No. Right, go ahead. Here's one okay. thing that I thought that yeah. stood out to me where I was like, what just happened? Okay, okay, because a lot of time passed. Like, there are yeah. years that passed between some of these. It's like, eight years. Because yeah. I think it was 2012 to 2020 when they came back and he had gone to Los Angeles. Yeah, and so Sam Adam. Sam had yeah. gone to Sam, Los I mean, Angeles. Sam, and Sam said, yeah, I, w- I moved to Los Angeles. I was, you know, a photographer, a, you know, videographer. Did I some was weddings. Weddings, bar mitzvahs, and some foot stuff. Yeah, I know. Cheryl, I'm <laughs> so glad they, you said that. And then they had a picture, uh, a, a video of a woman with her feet. And I was like, is it foot porn? Or is it like he fetish glossed, foot stuff? Or really was he just like doing it. foot model stuff? I know. No. I mean, like times are tough. foot model. Think about it. I did some, I did some telemarketing, but it okay. was for Center Theater Group. But I sold Wait. tickets and they, people so, actually got to get tickets. So this was They'd real. buy tickets. It was real. It wasn't a scam. But I had to cold call people okay. and say, hi, this is Rachel from the Center Theater Group. And they would, I'm just going to say, yeah, say it. Whew, it is not easy. People do not want to talk to you. I love it when they just go, I, I have no time and I have no money. Click. I'm like, you were barking up the wrong tree. Is that what you say? Well, I don't see that. But I okay, wanted to know ahead. more about the foot stuff. Ironically enough, Sam is here right now. I'm <laughs> Sam, bring come Sam on in. in. Sam, hey, come on in. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Um, but would you think it was just foot model stuff? No. Uh, foot model? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that to you one more time. Do you think this was foot model stuff? No. No. No, Rachel. No. It this was is, so – But, but how bad could it be – But I mean like how bad can foot stuff be? I don't know. That's what I wish he – I wanted to do more about the foot stuff and why did he call it foot stuff and why would they show – a little tiny video of a lady's foot in motion. Because then it's like, then you know what I wanted to do. I wanted to look You know up, what I know? What? Guess what? Tell I me. bet I know what he did. I bet he was a videographer for Zappos. And Rachel. when they walk in and they show you the shoe and they Very and sweet. he was filming. Why wouldn't he just he say was foot filming. modeling? I don't know. Can I ask a question? Yes. Because this got me down a road. I didn't need to go down when I was watching this. You couldn't sleep last night. But what is... Um, was it a hot flash or that you couldn't sleep? What is fans only? Wait, do you mean only fans? Oh, what is only fans? Is that what it's Ugh. called? Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's called only fans. And uh-huh. what is it? You have to subscribe to someone's... Is it porn? Only fans page. Is it porn yes. or not necessarily? Oh, it is. Well, it's oh, you're, is you're basically yes. doing stuff that you can't do on Instagram or that you can't do on Facebook, right? You can show all your twigs and berries, <laughs> your nips, your nips and your naps, your buttholes. <laughs> your cracks. Basically, if Sabrina nips. wanted to see someone do the front, the back, and don't forget the crack, you could you see that on OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was fans only. I just only can't fans. believe you really seriously. Is this just for the show? Or do, no, you, I don't, do you really not know what it only I really don't is? know what it is. Because this is, this is what I thought it was. Okay. I thought it was, let's say if you're... Um, well, first of all, you thought it was fans only. <laughs> I did think it was fans only. Yeah. And I thought it was like, maybe if you're famous, let's say if you're, you really like Rachel Harris, then you you can get involved with her... Only fans, is that what it's called? And then yeah. you would be, somebody would call you up and you'd say, oh, hey, Mike, uh, I'm just hanging out in my kitchen. I was making dinner. What's going on with you? But that's not, it's not that. Well, it would be, it would be if it was on video and you logged in and I was naked making like a pork roast in the oven <laughs> and I'd bend over. As per usual. And you and were like, see Mike, the front, like the back. And the crack. And the crack. But, yeah. okay, let me ask. Oh. Is it not real time? Is it this is like would you produce a video and then when Mike comes in OnlyFans, I don't know. I've actually never seen an OnlyFans page, but I've heard about it and I I mean that. Um I, I, I think it. you can I think you could go in and see like pictures see things Thomas, that have been you know? archived. Thomas. I don't know. I think it's more th- like pre recorded. Oh okay, because okay, I thought maybe you could lo- you could log in for like a live 
but like then, the, but show. then, if you were and Rachel Harris money. that that had your own, own account, then you're just like yeah. naked all day long taking calls. <laughs> Let's just take it easy. <laughs> okay, I because if been you curious. were if you were Cheryl Hines, <laughs> and you were never nude, which Cheryl is a never nude, by the way. We've ta- have you talked about this with Tig? We have that you're never nude. <laughs> yes. Even with me, her best yes. friend. I don't need people she seeing my is, front, my back, and my crack. No, she Cheryl does not. I don't she is like it. Very modest, which I appreciate. Thank you, Rachel. Which I appreciate, but it's also like I don't. You don't care. come on. You don't. We gotta go. You, you don't. We gotta care. get out the door. Let's just yeah. change just, in yeah. the closet. Go. I need. A, I right. need my space. She really does. All right, OnlyFans. You heard oh. it here first. <laughs> I would have the worst OnlyFans pay- page. Oh, it would be so account sad. Where mm-hmm. it's like I'm just in a sweater and my jeans. Like, hey, mm-hmm. Mike. And a pair of like uh, white tennis shoes. That's exactly what I'm wearing. Uh, and I'd be like, hey, I'm just making my pork roast fully clothed. And then that's yeah, not but, who but wants we, to see that. But we don't even eat pork. So that was a terrible example because <laughs> neither of us eat you're pork. You're the one that said it. I know. I know. Okay. Here's my last question about that. Is okay. this something, is it like an app? I don't know. Okay. Listen, I don't know if, if you're listening an or... and you have a, an OnlyFans account, we want to hear from you. Will you please email us? Oh, yeah. Please tell us. Okay, here we go. What it is. So, Jeff, okay, anonymous Jeff, it starts to get a little, at the end, I just, I thought we were like careening to a dramatic yeah. ending, right? Yeah. Because they're like, this is it. We're going to take them all down. We're going to take them all down. Pat gets a chance to talk to Senator Richard Blumenthal. Blumenthal. Mm-hmm. About yeah. the corrupt telemarketing schemes. And I'm like, yeah. get ready. Senator Blumenthal is about to bring down the hammer. And he saw Pat. Mm-hmm. And immediately, because of his jacket and his hat, I believe, mm. didn't take him seriously. Well, now you have to explain the, the hat and the jacket. Okay. You saw you saw Pat though. I did. Yes, of course I watched it. What I loved about it is that they did actually clean up his hair. Mm-hmm. I could tell that they said tuck your hair underneath that hat, dude. Mm-hmm. Because we can't Barney Fife it mm-hmm. in this right now. We've got to have you look. And what's great is that I feel like they actually did do a good job of prepping him for that interview. And he Yes, he did a great job. He was very good at presenting yes. his case. But it was actually I mean, like it was gut wrenching to see how how Senator Blumenthal didn't take him seriously at all, and mm. that the, that he said, "My staff is going to talk to you right now. My staff is going to talk to you about this very issue right now." He walked out, and then his staff came in and said, "I'm so sorry, we can't do it today." Even though Senator Blumenthal said, "They will talk to you today." So crickets. Yeah, and then six months later, cut to. <laughs> what are we cutting to? They did say six months later after that interview. Cut to. That you see Pat. I don't know, you guys. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like he went I to really Capitol did. Hill or something. Oh, gosh. He gets a photo. He, he gets a photo. Gets That's him. right. Oh, like what they does finished he get? the documentary. And Sam brings him a photo. Because he said, All I want when he was starting to do the interview is he's like, I just want a picture with Senator Blumenthal. And just to um, show that he made it. And Sam said, Of course. We'll mm. have that. And so oh, on his right, way out, right, 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 when Senator Blumenthal's right, right. leaving, they're like, can we get a picture? And they, literally, they just completely dismissed the whole deal. Yeah. Um, and he said, if there needs to be a congressional hearing on this, there will be, basically, if you're if this has any merit. And he didn't even allow the staff to talk to him. And that was in basically the end of the documentary. Yeah. So yeah. um, no action has been taken. So just right. if you're if you're listening and you get a telemarketing call, yeah, you don't, don't give them your don't send a check. Do don't people write checks? Send them. Don't give them anything. They do write checks still. Yeah. Okay. And then they're like, we're gonna send you this in the mail, but I'm sure they do it online too. Like you can log into this account and yeah, give, give us your give, money. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just like people want to take your money however they can get it. It's just, that was what was horrifying. Yeah. It was also the callousness in which they were like, who better to get this money from than a dope addict, you know, or a heroin addict mm. because they are driven to get money yeah. to support their habit and they know how to get it out of you however they're going to, which was really disgusting that these 
organizations preyed on those people to work in their call centers too. Yeah. So that's like a final thought. And you're welcome. Okay. It's well, really sad. you're really jumping ahead because we actually do have final thoughts. I know. Are you ready for final thoughts? I'm so ready for final thoughts. Rachel, it is time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts okay. on this week's documentary, although you just did. Did you cry? No, but I felt like I was on the verge mm. of just being like, this is upsetting. Mm-hmm. Like it's really disturbing. Yeah. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. Yeah. I, I rarely I, I cry. Know. I know. <laughs> I know. You think it's weak. <laughs> And you also think it's weak to say you're sorry. Uh, only not to say – I don't think it's no. weak to say you're sorry. I'm just saying – You say – you've said to me so many times, never apologize. Well, if, it, don't say you're if sorry. you didn't do anything wrong, don't apologize. Don't start with, uh, I'm sorry. I don't agree okay, with so you. Okay, so that's what you meant. Okay, great. I, I After mean, 20 years of friendship, <laughs> now I understand. I mean, if you don't agree with somebody, you don't have to say, I'm sorry. I don't agree. No. If you don't agree because you have a good reason, don't start off with, I'm sorry. That's right. But that's also part of the four agreements, like be impeccable with your word. What are the four agreements? What? What? You're the one who told me about the four agreements. Oh, what are they? I forgot. <laughs> what are the four agreements? You should see my face. I wish this was actually on video. Do we Cheryl had an entire four? book. That was called the Four Agreements. No, and she was that's like, the I seven. Like to remember that this. is the seven. Seven spiritual laws. Seven. What is it? Steps called? to success. No, the seven spiritual laws of success. Right. Yes, but that's you not also the four said agreements. the four agreements. You did say okay, the four agreements. Okay. What are they? And one wasn't be impeccable with your word. Mm. And you just said, never say you're sorry. <laughs> And I've been trying to like not say I'm sorry for 20 years and it's impossible. I'm just saying. Because all I ever do is say I'm sorry to everyone. Yeah, then it gets watered down. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, we'll we'll get a sidebar when this is over. It's amazing we're still friends. Wait, were you attracted to anyone in this? I was. Okay, Okay, so I was attracted to Adam. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Sam. I was attracted. I don't know why I keep calling him Adam. Sam. Sam. Like... Mm, I want to say 2012. Mm. But then when he moved to Los Angeles, I was like, mm. oh, okay. Oh, he's that guy. Oh. But I think he's really nice and very a good, a wonderful filmmaker. Yeah. What do you mean by and he's I like that, that guy? He's, what does that mean? Uh, uh, he's just that guy. <laughs> like he just grew into that guy. <laughs> I know he's going to go into specifics. Okay, yeah. Because when he started all out, of a sudden, he was he's so like young that guy. and sweet. Yeah, I think I was attracted to the fact that he he was on a path that was that was not great, and that he turned it around. Yeah, and that he was like, I need to turn this around. And I, as you know, yeah. I am very attracted to people that have been through something, that have chosen to work through it and and make something amazing of their well, life. Why are you acting like you're the only person attracted to that? That's a very attractive. A trait for anybody. I think anybody would be attracted to that, don't you think? I'm not saying nobody else <laughs> on the planet is attracted to that. I'm just saying you yeah. know me. Yeah. I love to foster animals. That's absolutely not true. I like a project. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I have two children. But prior to that, how to many men. dogs did I have? Okay. This is another sidebar. It's another podcast. Okay. Was I attracted to anybody? I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I, I Were think- you, Cheryl, wait. Were you attracted to anybody? Who well, were you attracted to? I mean, Sam was Sam's cute, mm-hmm. and the same. Like he, I liked his, uh, I liked his energy. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Cracklin, <laughs> Cracklin is Cheryl's mother, by the way. Oh, she they just know. Did a comp- complete uh, impersonation okay, of Cracklin. Okay, and can I tell you something? I'm getting yes, ready please. to go to my high school reunion, and I think I might bring bring Cracklin as my date. She will be so excited. It will make her year. I can't wait. Okay. To go with her daughter. That's so awesome. Um, that's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Wham, which you can watch on Netflix. And Cheryl's going to ask, is Wham, <laughs> is it Wham, Bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, and is it fans only? But by the way, I didn't, is what was, the, here is a question. Cause, oh, the, no. cause Because the name of the documentary is Wham! Exclamation point. Was, yeah. Is that the name of their band was Wham with an exclamation point? Yes. 
That's the name of the band. I didn't know George that. Michael. I didn't know that till this moment. I mean, Cheryl, no, don't I, admit that no, ever again. I just thought don't it was ever Wham. admit that again. But did you knew it was Wham with an exclamation point? Yes. Okay. All right. Listen, you guys, we would love to hear from you. Email us at truestoryfanmail at gmail.com. Yeah. And you can follow us on Instagram and are we on Facebook, Thomas? Seems like. Yeah. He says yes. Yeah, um, we would love to. So, talk if you have to any, us. if you have any questions for us, if you, if there's a documentary you you're dying like to see, from too hard on Cheryl, or Cheryl <laughs> needs to watch more of the documentary before she talks about it. I, you watch nobody it. Watch, nobody watches it harder than me. That doesn't make sense. That's gross. Okay, you guys, we love reading your messages, comments, and reviews. Keep letting us know what you think about the docs. Leave us a review, and we might just read your responses on the show. True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Rachel Harris. It's produced by Thomas Roulette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Roulette, with production assistance from Nadia Levetz. Special thanks to Gabby Kovacic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story wherever you get your podcasts. You can email us at truestoryfanmail at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.